What's up, man? What up, though? What up, man? Yeah, you got home from work. <clears throat> I feel it. I got a day off today, man. Shit, that's lovely. All right, so we're going to do this podcast. We didn't get one last week. I had a crazy work week. Uh, and I took an L, so that's uh, less motivation. So, in the standings right now, we got Dan first, Adam second, me third, Jason fourth. Uh, you can pretty much say Nate, Will, and Webb is tied, uh, but, you know, that's the order. And then Allen, Lonnie, who dropped like a missile, uh, Bogues, uh, Mike, who's uh, very disappointing with all them studs on his roster, second to last right now. And then, of course, Tommy dead last, per usual. So right now, give me a quick rundown on how serious do you take the standings right now? Does it matter to y'all? Uh, who's plummeted? Who's came up? Who's solid? What? Just give me some opinions on that. Well, I like how Will saved this season. Because um, I remember a couple of weeks ago, I said I felt like he threw in the towel. Uh, the trade for Barkley kind of was looking really bad for him. But the trades he made, like, in the last couple of weeks, it kind of, like, he, he got a whole different team now. He got a and, – and also it feels like he got a new energy now, you know, from making those trades. And um, he's seeing the progress. You know, he's getting he, – he won two in a row, you know, off them trades and stuff like that. So – I feel like the biggest jump has been Will so far. Okay. Nate, if, I mean, not Nate, but Dan, if you want to talk about who, who's the biggest disappointment, go ahead. Yeah, it, what's 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 wild about about fantasy, we all know this too, the season is far from over. It's only been four games. People that are one and three, people who are two and two, I mean, shit. I really think for the last, maybe last three spots for playoffs, there might be there might be another player who or might be another team that has more losses than wins that gets in this year again. You know, I mean, we're we're this league this league is highly fucking competitive, highly fucking competitive, and you can see just through the fucking chat what's been going on and everything. So nobody's out of it quite yet, but Lonnie is in big trouble. Lonnie's looking like like Nate last week. Nate looks a little bit better, but I don't think Nate's off the hook quite yet. Will's on the uptrend. And I was talking to Thomas, too. I told Thomas, I'm like, dog, you're one or two trades away from fucking getting back into the mix. And I think Mike needs to fucking demolish his whole roster. He needs to level out his whole roster, make some trades, get a whole new roster. Because that, that I mean, unless this is the week that he produces, you know, 200 plus points, I don't think that, you know, I think that, my, that roster might not be fully working. And yeah. I also, I also throw another team out there that, Kind of not getting praised, but should it's Jason's team, you know? Jason's team is solid as hell. Like you know, we kind of looked at his team in the beginning of the season. He was like, yeah, whatever. Maybe French playoff team or whatever. He made a couple moves too, not as dramatic as Will, but I give it to Jason. Jason got a solid ass team, man. Um, I feel so bad. Go ahead. Go let ahead. Me ask you, let me ask you this about last week. Did y'all feel last week was a little bit off with um, 
with just fantasy itself, like the whole fantasy like week was just off. I kind of feel like that. that. I kind of feel like that's been like that the last two weeks. Yeah, them one o'clock games the last two weeks has been really slow to the second half. Yeah, uh, I have. Yeah, I've been fucking. And it just it hasn't just been this league. It's been all across this league. So I, one thing I want to say is, you know, some people might 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 make a few trades here and there, right? And it could potentially, you know, it, it could just been a bad two weeks. And this is a week that whoever that you traded or whatever goes off as well, especially if you're high on someone, you know. So. Yeah, I, I'll go back to what kind of what both of y'all said. Um, uh, with Lamar, when he said Will moved up, Will did make some moves that made him solid. One thing about Will that I like is he ain't scared to roll the dice, like, on who he plays. Like, the dude started Deontay Harris three weeks ago uh, when he should have started Rondell Moore. It didn't work. But, dude, he played Chester Rogers this week. And, and you know, just the fact that he could play players like that and they give him 12 points. It shows that he does know some football. I think with mixing out this week, though, that could hurt him a little bit. Uh, but Michael Carter, Carter seems like he's gaining a little bit of ground in the Jets, which nobody really wants the Jets' backfield. But he's been coming along. So I give Will credit. Uh, Jason the same. I mean, we made a trade. He got two stud receivers. Um, running backs are both solid. Uh, hopefully they can keep it up for him. Um Picked up a nice tight end on the wire and Schultz, which I liked. I was going to pick up, but I was like, eh, I don't want to waste my little bit of fab money I got left. Uh, I actually made a comment this morning. I think Nate's team's actually real good. My, my favorite player on Nate's team, I mean, obviously people are going to talk about Eckler and Jones. I like Chase Edmonds this year. I've actually inquired about him a couple times, but he hasn't budged on him. And I, I won't even inquire this week because he just had a really good week. So, I like to buy when they're really low. Um, yeah, Lonnie's in trouble, man. You couldn't have said that any better. Like, I think it was Webb who said something about, like, you know, what are you going to do when Mike Williams It does the Mike Williams that he did last year, you know, has them two-point games, and boom, it just happened. George Kittle's been a really big letdown this year. Um, I was wrong on Jalen Rieger. I thought he was going to have a good season, but it's not looking good for him. Um, I just think with CMC out, dude, he's he's hurting. I mean, he had the balls to start Ronald Jones. It's funny because I knew Ronald Jones was going to score a touchdown because I played him in daily fantasy, and he did. But, I mean, he just got that touchdown. That was pretty much it. And Mike, man, I don't know if you got it. I don't know if you can dismantle that roster. I'd say Hopkins has been – Hopkins has been bad this year, dude. Like, there's no way around it. Like – I've never seen him projected 15 points in a game. He's projected 15 yeah. points this week. It's because Kyler is spreading the ball around so much and so well. Um, like another tight end, if someone's listening, I'm not going to go get him, but y'all need to look at Max Williams. Uh, I yeah. picked him up a couple weeks ago and dropped him, but he's someone that I see a lot of potential in as a tight end filler like Adam right now. Instead of maybe trading, go get Max Williams. I mean, that's what I would do, but that's just me. But Ridley's been off to a slow start. DJ Moore is like his best player right now. Uh, you got Darren Waller who gave him 15 points. I mean, we can have that conversation later, but that's part of the reason why I traded him. I expect Darren Waller to have a few bad games. You know, like Kelsey had a bad game this week, but I expect yeah. 20. I expect 20 points or more from somebody like Waller. And if I'm not getting that, hell, I just roll the dice. 
But uh, it's definitely looking competitive, man. Um, I'll give Dan credit. He's 4-0. Uh, I know we talk a lot of shit. If I was 4-0, I'd probably be talking shit, too. Wouldn't care what people say. Uh, I still feel like <laughs> I still feel like Adam has the best team. I mean, just look at his projections, dude. I know yeah. projections don't mean nothing, but the fact that Debo Samuels is, like, projected 18 and he's been going off. Cooper Cup, I've never seen a receiver projected 25 points in a game. He's getting fucking targets everywhere. I just think that's the cream of the crop team right now. I will say that, but he's beatable. Uh, and he should have lost this week. I mean, I think uh, Allen played some wrong players, and I, I think Ruggs got lucky with that last catch, and that's the only reason why he won. Uh, yeah, and that's and, th- and that's one thing, too, and that one thing I, I, I will say is that, uh, yes, fa- fantasy, there is luck to it. It's not like it's 100% skill, you know, like – when I when I you know when I say that and everything, it, it, you know, I don't fully mean that I'm 100% skilled. Ain't no, you know, fantasy is not 100% skilled. I do believe fantasy is more skilled than it is luck. But I mean, as you can see, Adam almost lost. Literally came down to the last play, and he has the best roster ever. Uh, I'm not saying ever, but best roster out and out here and everything. And as we you know, we've seen in the future as well. People who don't have the best rosters winning at all. I mean, like, I mean, I, in the last three years, I have not had the best roster, you know. So it, I'm trying – what I'm trying to do is the people that are, that are you know, that are losing, that are on the downside and everything, I need y'all to keep on with the same energy. One or two trades, one or two, you know, one or two injuries can really switch your whole entire season around, you know. So, yeah, I mean – Fuck who? I mean, any anything can happen. Fucking Adams teams can fucking just lose five games straight. Highly doubtful, but you know, I mean, look anything, at anything. Anything's possible. Look at Mike's team. I mean, Mike. Yeah, dude. Nobody thought. That's what I was gonna bring up next, and I'll let Lamar go on this because he's made comments about it before. Because it's been about he's made comments about me in the past, like, and it was it was no shade. It was just the truth. Like everyone talks about. And we've all we're all guilty. We've got on this podcast and said, "Oh my God, Mike's roster is just unstoppable." Because we see these big names. I I think yeah. now fantasy ain't really about the big names. I think it's about matchups. I think it's about uh, volume more so. Um, it's just about potential. It's not always about just putting that set it and forget it guy out. I mean, obviously, I always use Travis Kelsey because he's the premier tight end in the league. You set that and you forget that. But there's yeah. certain receivers, dude, that can come out and have uh, – let me look at someone else's roster. Um, I look at Allen's roster. Like like Mooney. Like he could have started Mooney this week over Sutton. Some people could have been like, well, why would he do that? Because he was playing the Lions and Sutton was playing the Ravens. Like those are choices that people have to make and have the balls to make to actually – come to life and get a lot of points like yeah Sutton's projected more than Mooney but you gotta look I would have started Mooney last week only because he plays the Detroit Lions like so I think it's not all about having the big names and Jason's a good example like Henderson and Robinson aren't like huge names but they just get the job done and that's what's been working I think I think having having a nice squad is one thing but I think I said this the last time we did a podcast when we were looking at Mike's team. I didn't like Mike to win because of the of the defenses he was going against. It was the matchups. He was going against some pretty solid good defenses. 
So it's, it's you have to know your team, man. You just can't, like Casey said, you just can't set your roster and forget it. Like, perfect example with my team. Every time I bench Beasley, he goes off. And then when I start him, he gives me a terrible game. Yeah. And, and then it's like, and it's like, if the Bills up big, they're going to stop passing. They're just going to run the ball because they up big. They up three scores. They run the ball the rest of the game. And Beasley gets no play after that. Right. So, so I have to monitor which teams they go against. Like this week, they're going against the Chiefs. So I expect it to be a high scoring game. So, yes, I'm going to roll with Beasley and my flex. But if they go against the Lions or the Jets, then I got to make that decision. Like, man, they could put up, they could go big on them and put him on my, I got to put him on my bench. I got to roll with somebody else. Right. That's, that's the type of stuff you got to look at going forward. Yeah. yeah. And it's about, and, and, and the other thing you hit on, it's about volume, man. Like <laughs> Mooney. Mooney's the second receiver on the team. If he's going against the Lions, man, the Lions ain't got no corner. They best corner out for the season. Right. You gotta you gotta roll the dice. I know sometimes you be we be scared to put these these players, you know, in our flex or in the starting lineup or whatever. But that's the that's the difference between a win and a loss. Yeah, that's that's big time. And you know, that goes back to my motto. And I never really probably explained this to people. But what I do, like, um, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. We'll talk about me and your trade in a second. I, cause I think it was a good trade for both of us. I really do. But listen, like, that's why I didn't want Parker on my bench because I have, I feel like if I can upgrade a position, I'll throw him in a package deal and, and, and I'll get rid of him. Cause I hate personally, I hate having to pick between my flexes cause I didn't know if I was going to play Parker or Galladay cause Parker, Parker's with Fuller out now, which we knew that was going to happen. Can we all agree on that? That we knew yeah. Fuller was going to last. Of, That's of course, year, man. of course. So now uh, Parker's going to get all the volume. They just traded Jakeem Grant too. I mean, that's another receiver yeah. out the room. Like, I feel like I don't. I, I would have been like, man, do I want to start Kenny Galladay or Devontae Parker? And I'm bad at those, so I try not to keep. As, as bad as it sounds, because I get fucked when injuries come. But when injuries come, like let's say example. Allen Robinson gets hurt. I'm flipping Justin Jefferson for two, and I'm just going to have a two-for-one there. That's what I'm going to do. I don't like having a, a, a lot of players on my bench I got to choose from from playing, man, because it, it gets you fucked up mentally, and I, I'm bad at that. I'm very bad at that. I would start the wrong player. I actually did it a few times this year. Uh, I've started – like, Parker should have started last week for me. He outscored three of my receivers. So, it, it's But I think – I think that's a better problem to have than not having anyone to start. I'd rather have that problem than be like, fuck, I either got to start, you know, a uh, fucking running back that's on the same team as one of my receivers <laughs> or I got to fucking go to the waiver and fucking pick up like little fucking Lonnie did. Lonnie had to go fuck up, pick up Ty, was it, uh, Ty Johnson from the fucking – yeah, then Ronald like Jones. That, that right there, that's a, that's a, I think that's a worse predicament than starting the wrong player and you having – all the players. And I, and, and I also, we also got to hit on this. Like I said this in one of the last previous podcasts, but we didn't really touch on it, but we got to stop looking at what players did last year. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I'm guilty like of perfect, that. Like perfect example, man, Robert Woods, man, who would have thought that Robert Woods would probably be the 
would probably be the fantasy bust of the year, man. Like, I know he had a decent game this turnaround, but from where you drafted him at, you're not getting the production from where you drafted him at. Nowhere near. I mean, and- I'm not I'm not going to say he's the bust of the year. I honestly feel like you, you traded me the bust of the year, which is Miles Gaskin. That's but, true. That's up there too. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you that you're right. Like, I mean, he's had 10, 12 points, eight points, and he just had 14. But I get what you're saying. Like, you want more yeah. out of that. So I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but it's he, just like we, we, we got to stop looking at production from last year. Unless it's like a Patrick Mahomes or a Devontae Adams, it's only, it's only a good handful of players that you can throw in that caliber. Yeah, you can draft them every year and you know you're going to get production out of them. The rest of these players, you do not know what you're going to get from year to year. You just don't. And I'll be seeing players – I mean, I'll be seeing some of us draft players like, oh, yeah, I know what he did last year. He's going to do the same. Like, no, hell no. It's not happening. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. even Devontae Adams, dude, he's had two bad games. Yeah. Like, two bad – I mean, the Steelers, I mean, we suck. We'll get that out the way. But we're good at taking the other team's best player and, and limiting them. That's what we're good at. Like, when we play Cleveland, we limit the run. When we play Green Bay just now, we was bracketing Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb killed us. We're not good, but I just feel like Adams Adams ain't producing like, like everyone thought he was. Yeah. Yeah, there's He's been not. there's there, there, there's been a few things, too, like where I've tried to really push, push forward with the trade. And, you know, the next week, you know, games will go on. The next week I'll look at it and be like, God damn, I'm so glad I didn't make that trade because I would have took the biggest L in history, you know. And that I, I, one thing I want to say is, you know, it's about knowing the full, like, the full team and your full player, right? Uh, I wouldn't say say knowing the full player, but knowing the team. Okay, are they a pass first? Are they a run first? I think a lot of people need to study the team more than they do the actual player. Yeah. yeah. That and you need to know how to build your team, like, like how y'all hit on earlier, how big names and stuff like that, which is cool and all. But the way I, the way I looked, how I built my team through the draft was, all right, I gotta have a home run wide receiver, and then I gotta have that 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 go to slot receiver. That's why I got Beasley. Like I wanted a go to slot receiver. Yeah, and 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 it, also when it came to the running backs, I gotta have. Well, I messed up on this. I didn't know Pollard was going to be such heavy in the offense, but, but I Zeke, wanted Zeke is still performing, dude. Zeke, he's Zeke still had perform- that bad week, but Zeke is still performing. He's still yeah. performing, but I still wanted that workhorse running back. And then when my RB two, okay, he could be in the system, but I didn't. I, the way the Dolphins using Gaskin is just piss poor, but. That's how I build my team. Does it play out or not? It it, it doesn't matter. But you got to have a plan in place when you go into these drafts, when you go into these waivers. How do you want? How do you want to build your team? Yeah, yeah. Like I give you a, a perfect example when you talk about big names. Like we all bashed Allen for drafting Miles Sanders, then Tommy trades uh, Mike Davis for him, and let's say Mike Davis has been better, even though Cordero Patterson's took the show. Mike Davis has been playing better than Miles Sanders, but you look yeah. at it. Like, Tommy's going to start Miles Sanders versus the number three run defense instead of starting James Conner versus San Francisco. I'd rather start Conner because they're going to be in the red zone a lot more, and I don't give a fuck if he's not the starting running back. He gets the ball in the red zone. You need to know Mm -hmm. your teams, like Dan said. 
You yeah. know your team. They bring Connor in inside the 10. Like, and you're going to move the ball all game. All, it looks like the Cardinals, honestly, I, I, Cardinals is making the playoffs for one. I said that mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. Yeah. They're, Kyler Murray's probably going to win MVP this year. It's looking like it. And, and why not have a running back that's going to get red zone touches over Miles Sanders right now? Like, that's the name versus the thing that you're talking about. Yep, exactly. And James Connors had multiple touchdowns two weeks in a row. Yep. Yeah, I just think there are certain teams that you need to have players for that team. Bills, Chiefs, Cardinals, um, even like even teams that are doing really shitty, but their tempo of offense is actually pretty high. Like even like Philly too. Philly has a high tempo offense. They're always you know trying to fucking push the ball down and fucking run that clock down and do as many do as many plays as as you can as they can. So I, that that that's that's one thing too that I feel like a lot of people miss uh, miss do for their for their roster. They don't look at don't look at the teams. Yeah. And, and then we also got to remember, man, it's the first month of the season. Some teams start off slow and they pick up steam later in the season. Now, for certain players on your team, you probably can't wait that long for that to happen. I get it. I understand that. <laughs> but if you see them like at two and two, three and one or whatever, you got a couple of players that's getting off to a slow start. I suggest, you know, depending on the position and the need that the, – the, depending on what you need, I would probably hang on to them. Yeah, and, and and back to trades. Like, I I'll be honest with you guys. I, I'm starting to, and I I, I didn't get this because I watched the thing, but they did a panic thing, and and actually a couple of my players are panicked in Dumpsville. But um, I'm I'm panicking about Allen Robinson. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm gonna see how it is with Montgomery out. But did I think when I made that trade for Waller for Pitts and and and, and Robinson that I feel like I, I knew that off names and strength, I lost it. But at the same time, it's like Waller's got me 10 points back-to-back. And then he just got 15 this week. Like, Pitts just had 10 points, but he had nine targets. They're going to throw the ball a lot. But I ultimately, I got Hawkinson now. So, let's just say I got Hawkinson and Robinson for him. Like, that's the way that, that you know, I'm okay with making moves like that. And I am nervous about Allen Robinson. And, yeah, I – I'm guilty of going back to, like, last year. Like, man, this dude was a fucking target hog. Like, he was getting 110 targets. There's no way he's going to keep this down. I'm starting to get a little nervous about it. So, that's something that when you make trades, you have to roll the dice with. Like, the whole Stephon Diggs thing, it don't seem sexy to get a running back over Stephon Diggs. I understand that. And Diggs actually had his best game this week. So, kudos to Jason. But it's about volume, like. Chubb got the ball 20 times. Like, Mm -hmm. he's going to get carries. He's going to get touches. Does it annoy me that Kareem Hunt gets in and gets touches? Of course it does. But I still know my player is going to get 15 to 18 touches a game. I don't don't understand why you was getting beat up over that trade because there's so many wide receivers in this league. You could find another digs. Maybe not – as a caliber as Diggs is, but you can find the volume that Diggs get. Yeah, and, and his, volume, his volume is – honestly, it's a little down than last year too with Knox, Beasley, and, and, and Sanders. Like, to me, I felt like I won that trade. I do feel like I lost the Waller trade. I get why people went on about that trade. I understand that. But 
me, I'm a person that, okay, two weeks in a row, you give me 10 points. Like, why not switch it up? Yeah. And like, and like, and, and, and like for our trade, like, I'll be honest, I ain't want to give up Hawkinson, but I was like, all right, look, I'm all, I'm not letting go of Lamb, and I'm probably not going Trey Zeke. I can, I can only keep I can only I can only keep two players that I really want, and then with the injury to McLaurin too, bro. And McLaurin, yeah, I'm not trading McLaurin for nothing. Yeah, and then it's like, all right, Chark is out for the season. I'm down right receiver. Gaskin has not given me nothing. I got to make a move. I say, okay, do I hang on a Hawkinson for two more weeks and I maybe go one on one or zero and two, or do I try to make a move now? And, and, and see what happens. So, yeah, I said, all right, well, Hawkinson is probably my best trade value at this point because that's probably the only player I'm willing to trade. All right, boom, I get a, I get a slightly better running back in return. I get Parker. That's probably on the same level as Chark or, what, or whatever, so I'm not missing n- nothing much on that. All right, boom, and then I get Pitts, which is a downgrade at tight end, but I'm okay with that because he's still, like you said earlier, he's still going to get targets. The Falcons are going to play for me high. So there's opportunity there. So I had to make a move. And I think you're right. It was a it was a good trade for both of us. Yeah, and, and I think so too. Like, I, I definitely needed a – I wanted a more consistent tight end. And I feel like Hawkinson's on that Kittle, Hawkinson, Andrew level. I feel like those are all the second tier behind – well, third tier behind. Kelsey's one, Waller's two, and then those three. But, like, I, I'm a little nervous about that trade only because I play you this week. Like, like – the, the fucking Patriots play the Texans, dude. Like, that could be a game. And I and I knew that Damian Harris wasn't going to do nothing versus Tampa. But, hell, look at any running back that, that fucking plays against Tampa. And then Miles Gaskin plays Tampa next week. So, it's like this week. So, it's like, why, why would you stick with that? I get that. And then Parker versus a bad defense, too. So, I'm a, I ain't gonna lie, I'm a little nervous that them players might come back and beat me or have a chance to beat me. Like, that's why I ain't really talking that much shit. But other trades, like, what do y'all think Tommy's trying to get for Cordero Patterson? Let me get y'all's input. Oh, he gonna want he 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 gonna want a premium. I mean, I don't know what his needs are. I haven't really looked at his team. Uh, like, if he if he trade Patterson, he probably gonna want another running back in return. I don't know RB one status, but RB two maybe. And then if he's gonna if he needs a right receiver, he's gonna try to trade for a right receiver too. In my opinion. Is Patterson worth the RB one, or do you think RB two is too low? Because it's kind of that's kind of a trick. Like I give you, like I give you an example, and that's why I kind of went on my rant yesterday about people sending me BS trades. I forgot the whole trade thing that was involved between me and him. But long story short, Patterson was involved in the deal, Robbie Anderson and somebody else <laughs> for CD Lamb and another player. I think it was Hawkinson. And I'm like, bro, why are you wasting my time, man? Like, you know I'm not trading Lamb. And then you're trying to get Hawkinson out the deal. Like, you think I'm a dummy? Patterson's not going to keep this up all year. I'm not no dummy, bro. Like, you can't use car sales me. You're not, can, you're not going to pull that on me. <laughs> I give, I give, I legit get Patterson maybe two or three more games, and then it's, it's, it's not, it's not going to be consistent. So for you to try to get a premium, which I ain't knocking, try to get it if you can, but you're not gonna get it from me. Yeah. Dan, let's just use our own teams as an example. 
Who who would you if you were to trade for Patterson? Now, I'm not saying you are because I'm not. I I haven't even acquired it. I won't because I kind of feel the same way Lamar does. Now if he go if he has two two more good games in a row, I'd be like, okay, he, he might be worth a little something, you know. But on your team, what what's a value you would give him for Patterson off your team? Yeah, you, you know, and and honestly, everyone's up for grabs except for probably. Kelsey and maybe Najee and Tyler. But outside of that, everyone's really kind of up for grabs. And I, I, me looking at my roster, it, it's very it, – I have a very interesting roster, and I really want to make uh, a move or two. So I'm okay with coming off of Drake and maybe one of my three receivers that I uh, that I have uh, starting right now. But, you know, best, best believe there's going to be a package deal, if anything. Okay, um, but, but – okay, I, but – but okay, here you go. What's the trade package you put together? Your best trade package to get Patterson? Just hypothetically speaking, not saying you want to do, or if you, I don't know, are you interested in Patterson? Oh, I'm, I'm, high, I'm, I'm under. There's, there's a few people that I'm, that I'm, that I'm interested on. So put, put your best, so put your best trade package together in names of the players that you would trade Tommy for Patterson. I don't know, man. That's I'll give you an example. Uh, Tony, it would have on to be team, Drake. On my yeah. team, I, I I wouldn't give up Jefferson. I wouldn't give up Taylor. I wouldn't give up Chubb. I wouldn't give up Hawkinson. I I would I would give him Allen Robinson and um no, I wouldn't even give him Allen Robinson. I'm being honest with you. I'd probably give him Marvin Jones. I'd give him two receivers for him. Probably Marvin Jones and Galladay, or maybe like a uh Marvin Jones and Judy, but you're going to have to wait a week. Like, I don't value – I don't see him trying to get – like, for him to try to get C.D. Lamb and Hawkinson because for, for like, a Cordero Patterson, like, dude, you, you got to come off Adam Thielen or something to even – you got to get – in order for, like, to, just me thinking, like, okay, you want C.D. Lamb, you have to come at Webb with, like, Adam Thielen and Patterson for C.D. and – fucking another receiver or something, not name McLaurin. You know what I mean? Like, that would make more sense. That's just my thing. You can't use Cordero Patterson to get uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, Mike Evans. Like, you can't use a Cordero Patterson to get those receivers. And look at Mike trying to fucking sell Swift the way that he did, or the way that he tried to sell his players the way that he did. It, it, it didn't really work out. Swift for an RB1, that's not going to happen. Same thing for Patterson for an RB1, it's not going to happen either. Now, like, Patterson for, like, a Devontae Smith type type range right there, that might be that might be more like it. Even, even me being as a Falcon fan, I've only watched the Falcon, like, I watched the Falcons the first game, and then I watched them when they fucking lost against Washington, right? I don't even know what the fuck's going on with my own team. Like, we have – all I know is I want a piece. Like, I tried to I tried to acquire pits from 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 Mike and everything. But like like I was saying earlier before, there's just certain teams that you want to have pieces with and everything. I would, so I, 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 I would say this. I would say this. If you're really trying to trade Patterson – why not try to trade Patterson for like a Jared Judy or a Michael Thomas? Players that are going to be coming uh, off injury. I I don't know that that's really risky, especially with Denver and Judy and everything. There's a lot of mouths to feed in Denver. Uh, not same, really. I, I try. I know more. 
No, well, I mean, you have you have what Tim Patrick, you have Sutton, you have Javante Williams, you have Melvin Gordon, you have Noah Fant. But but we uh, but we just talking about the name. We just talking about the yeah, name right yeah. now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So so um, what I'm saying is so what I'm saying is if somebody that got a Jared Judy or Michael Thomas can't use them right now and can use a Patterson, would you come off one of those two players to get a Robert pa- to get Patterson? Oh, I would definitely. I would definitely. I'm I'm all about adding and stashing. You know, so it, it, it really, like I said, it really all come, comes down to is how do you, what do you value Patterson? What do you value your own team? What do you value the person that you're, that you're trading for? Do you think, you know, this is going to fuck you in the later? I mean, there, there, there's a lot of questions I feel like you need to ask yourself before trying to acquire anything. Because, because I feel like, because I feel like if you trading for Patterson, you trying to gain him, then you got to think this is a long-term season thing. That's yeah. the only way you do this. And, and if I'm being honest, I don't think Tommy should trade Patterson. <laughs> like, I don't think so either. Why not? Why? I, I agree. I disagree. I think Tommy should. Thomas is literally only a move or two away from making something, you know, something. But is it really going to help his team, though? But listen, or is, Pat, or is Patterson listen, helping his team right now? Listen, this ain't 2016. OBJ and Julio Jones ain't, ain't, ain't it. I, I agree. I, I 100% agree. He needs to be trying now, to move them to first. He he needs to try to move them to first. Like, like he needs to try to he needs he really should have been praying for Miles Sanders to have a good game. Like if Miles Sanders would have cracked sixteen points, he'd have been on the block that minute. Cause just two weeks ago he gets two carries and then this game well kid is starting to cut into his load and it might be too late. Like he he, he needs to I would probably keep Patterson if I was him. But I, I think, like, with him, like, Julio, I mean, even people are still high on Thielen. I would probably deal Thielen before I deal Patterson because you know off the strength of Thielen's name you can get something decent in return. Or package Thielen and Patterson and get you, uh, uh, I mean, a stud receiver. Like You get a, you get a high right receiver one with that package. Right. Like, go, go, go try to get a uh, – fuck it. Go try to get Hopkins. Go try to get a fucking DK Metcalf for him. I don't know. Try to do something. Like, I mean, granted, I don't think Adam would take that trade. I don't think Mike would take that trade. But you got to look at some top five receivers. Shoot, why not Adams? I think Adams. I think you could could put that trade package together. That would help Stefan and that would help Tommy. I mean, maybe you may have to come off, you know, maybe a bench player, you know, to, to seal the deal. But why not? You don't know till you try. Yeah, I, I, one thing I want to say is I, I think it's really hard. To, okay, so me, if I if I was in Thomas's shoes, right, it's gonna be hard as fuck to try to deal Odell and Julio. Like you're gonna need to package them with another player, right? So like like you said, like Odell and like Patterson or Julio and Patterson or Miles Sanders and fucking Julio, right? Like you need to pack it. Like I, I think it's hard to do a one for two or like a one for one. For like Julio and Odell, because I'm pretty sure a lot of people in the league about they they don't value them those players as high as Thomas does, you know. And see, and that's this is when this is when you got to dig deep, and you don't need to you don't need to go get you a a a premier wide receiver. Like example, uh, let me give you an example. 
Uh, I'm trying to find one. Uh, it's kind of hard because I've kind of. I mean, shit, them. Patterson for fucking like Patterson and somebody else for probably Michael Pittman and somebody else. All right, that might Mike, be a good well, trade what too. about Pittman? Pittman's a good one. What about Mike Williams? No. Well, I think Mike Williams might. I think this might be the first of uh, many more games to come. Yeah. They were using they were using Guyton, they were using Roundtree, they were using all different types of weapons outside of Williams. And it, it could have just been a uh, a game plan type thing where they're like probably thinking, Oh, they're probably gonna cover Williams, you know, really toughly, so we gotta use other players to our advantage type thing. I don't know the Chargers that well. All I know is the Chargers Chargers are a force to be reckon recognized reckoned with and they have fucking plenty of playmakers out there. Man, but there's only, there's only there's only so many teams that that Tommy can go to to make a trade for because the 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 the, the Adams like Adams team why do Adam needs to make a trade for that he don't need to make a trade for that yeah he doesn't he just Adam wants a tight end he just wants a tight end that's all he wants well what tight end you going to get are you going to come off is is, is Stephon <laughs> going to come off of Andrews no I, I you, honestly I honestly think. It's brewing, and this is just me on the outside looking in. I think he's going to go get Noah Fant from Mike, and Mike is going to swap <coughs> one of them studs, Calvin Ridley or Hopkins, for. I'll tell you what. Adam and I almost fucking had a trade uh, a few weeks ago with Kelsey. <coughs> I know. See, this is the thing. Yeah. He tried to get Waller off me, but I needed Gibson, and I needed, I needed Gibson. I think I offered Jonathan Taylor and Waller for – Cup or Metcalf and Gibson and McKissick. And he said, no, I was like, okay, well, fine. Like, I'm not selling you Waller for anything less than Cup or Metcalf in the trade. That's, and that's, and that's, that, that's, that's fair. That, that's that, fair. That, is very, that is very fair. But I, I think, I think Gibson, I don't think Gibson's going to do what he, what he did last year. Now, next year might be a different situation, but I think Gibson just about damn near done. So I think you would have, you would have definitely, you would have been fucking really pissed off about, you know, about getting Gibson. But Cup, Gibson had other... two good weeks in a row, man. I like Gibson. Oh, did, did he? Did, what did he, What did? What, what did Gibson get uh, against the Falcons? He had fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Okay. And he had twenty-one the week before. I like Gibson. Uh, never mind then. Never mind. I obviously don't know but, what the fuck. But I tried to buy him after he had that bad game. But th- this is the thing. I think we were playing that week, so he didn't really want to do it. But it's, it's, it's trades. It's just like you got to, like, example, like I see you right on when people trade. You'll be like buy high, buy low or sell high. Like, like you got to understand some of these people don't know. You don't know what some of these people value. Like, Will hit me up yeah. today. I'll say it. Will hit me up today. Like, I want what's up with Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay. I'm like, you know, they both tradable. I said, but, you know, I'm not going to swap and get – let me look at his team. Like, to me, like, one, I tried to trade Jonathan Taylor for Saquon Barkley. I think Barkley's going to pick it up, pick up steam. I do. I just don't. But, like, he has Pascal, Moss, Sterling Shepard, and that's pretty much it. And, and I'm like, dude, the only way – that I would send those to you is the only way that I would look to trade those two is if I trade those two for a better receiver. He's not going to give me Keenan Allen, and I'm not taking Jamar Chase for both those. I mean, Chase right. is good, but I'm not. So, breaking news, we got a trade. Who? Uh, Mooney got traded. 
Chris Carson got traded for Swift. So Oh no, that's 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 our that's a different league. <coughs> oh my bad. My bad. Sorry. I you're right. It is the other league. My bad. It's a different league. <laughs> what other league? Another league that we in. Oh, okay. I'm like, damn, like Cliff and Carson <laughs> are on two different teams. Yeah, my <laughs> bad. My bad. Yeah, I think uh I'm actually inquiring. I might actually inquire about Swift from Mike. Uh, but I don't know if he'll take it because Mike Mike don't really like to trade me that much because we both kind of go back and forth. But like I, I want like I want like Swift. I, I'll give up Taylor for Swift, but he has to give me like Ridley for another one of my receivers, which he's not going to do. So Mike 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 got to get back. Mike gotta, <coughs> Mike got to knock that shit off. Saying the troll ain't the, his main league anymore. Shit, he, this better be the main league. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie, dude. That DJ Moore trade is still mind-boggling to me. Like, oh, man. Me and, Steph talked about, me, me and Steph talked about it last night on duty. He's sick about it. He said, yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> Bro, Stefano probably had two more wins with DJ Moore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he almost fucking won yesterday. Yeah. Against Nate, you know? And he's one or two players away, too, from fucking switching shit up. Leonard Fournette's a real fucking deal in fucking Tampa Bay. And it hurts my heart, me being a little fucking Rojo lover that I was last year, and this year didn't pan out. But <laughs> even even fucking Pollard, too, man. Pollard, Pollard's a fucking stud. He can, I, I feel like he can trade Pollard and, and get a starting piece. Possibly. It all depends on people's volume. People don't think like you, though. Like, I, I yeah. see that. I see Pollard yeah. getting a good flex, but I don't know if he's going to get a starter off that. So, we'll, we'll get into next week's matchups. Um, we got uh, Tommy versus uh, Mike. Uh, I mean, there's still we, – we do these matchups. There'll probably be a few trades. I'm guessing there'll definitely be a few trades. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but right now, it's looking like – Mike's gonna. Mike has a good rebound week, if if you want to say the say it in a nice way. He should be able to rebound this week. I mean, but Tommy has potential on his roster. I mean, he really does. Like, I mean, he left a lot of points on his bench, but nobody knew that you know certain players was gonna get hurt or not play and whatever the case may be. Because Crowder, Crowder, he could he could try to package Crowder up to somebody. Like, Crowder's back and he looked good. But I, I'm going Mike uh, over Tommy as it stands right now. I got Mike to rebound this week also. Um, I think he he gets off the um, the whatever he's going through right now. Um, yeah, Tommy team's got some issues. He's going unless he makes some dramatic trades. I just don't see him being Mike whatsoever. Um, so. It ain't nothing really much to talk about, but I think Mike just rebounds. He got the better team. I'm going to roll with Mike. Yeah, I think Mike comes in and wins, gives him the energy that he needs, and he'll be back to how Mike is. And I think Thomas takes Thomas takes an L, but I also think uh, Thomas needs to make a few trades this week, take the L this week, and really try to push forward to make a run for it. He needs to – He need, I think this is a uh, do-or-die week for – uh, trading, I think if depending on how his you know how his players do and everything, but if he has another under below below a hundred point you know game this week, it might be uh, might be over for him unless he makes a few trades and takes an L and 
pushing yeah. forward. Yeah, and it sounds – you're trying to get some players off Tommy, aren't you? I'm open to everybody. You know, I've talked to Thomas. I've talked to Lonnie. That's um, like your third time I, saying Tommy needs to make a couple trades. He'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> he do. Thomas do. I, but that's, but, I, I but let's be real. But, okay, but let's be real. Anybody can say – listen, pretty much everybody needs to make trades. Let's just say that. But are you going to make the right trades at the end of the day? That's yeah, what it comes man. down to. And, you know, I think, I think, I don't know, someone, just, 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 just like how you said it, I think someone's going to rush to trade or fuck themselves again, and that's just going to, that's just going to be it. But nobody, I mean, like I said, will off of one trade regenerate, rejuvenize his whole fucking roster, you know? So it, it, it is very possible. All right. Next game, we got Nate versus Adam. Uh, I'm actually gonna go with Nate on the upset with this one. Uh, I don't. I mean, I like Debo Samuel's, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna keep this up. I don't. That's just me. Uh, I feel like uh, Cooks is in the worst position ever with this QB they got playing. Um, they don't have no tight end. He'll get Higgins back, but I mean Higgins chasing Boyd. You don't know who's gonna have the big game. I just feel like Nate's really picking up steam, man. Eckler's – I don't know if Eckler's going to last 16 games. I never do. But, God damn it, if he does, he's, he's got a top five back. It's clear as day he has a top five back. And then he has Aaron Jones. Um, I'm just, I'm just going to pick – I'm picking Nate on the upset. It's my upset special pick. Uh, man. Mm, I kind of want to lean towards that too, but I just think Adam just going to keep rolling, and I'm gonna just go with Adam on this one, but slightly. Not, uh, it's not, you know, it's not going to be a full gone conclusion. He's going to win, uh, you know. Nate, Nate team is kind of solid. You know, we thought it was the bottom of the league or whatever, but with Eckler, you know, a couple other pieces. He's always going to be a fringe. He he got that fringe team that's in it week to week. So, it'll be close, but I'm going to roll with Adam. I'm going to roll with Adams as well. Um, one, I'll, I'll say this. I was really – I was highly surprised with Deontay Johnson. I didn't think Deontay – I mean, I had him the one year that he did – that he started to come out, but he was fucking grabbing them fucking catches the other day. I think uh, – I think Nate Nate can have a really solid roster if he can trade a few of the players that that were high right now. But I'm gonna go with Adam with this one. I think Nate takes another. All right, then we got Dan versus Allen. Uh, it's actually this, I think this is game of the week. I know it's hard to put a one and three dude versus the four and zero oh dude and say it's the game of the week. The projections are really close. I just think it's to me. I think because they are, you guys already started talking shit too. That's kind of why I'm putting this game of the week. I really don't know who to pick, man. Like, um, Kyler's rolling, man. And A-Rod's playing the Bengals. Uh, they might go run first that game. I'm not sure. I will say he does have Derrick Henry versus Jacksonville, which you should yeah. be very fucking worried about. Oh, I am. I am. <laughs> and um, Lockett's been down two weeks, man. He's been down two weeks, so. He may come out and make a big play. I do not like Sutton, Watkins, or Higby. He needs to put Mooney in. He needs to trade, but 
I don't know, man. I'm I'm a I'm gonna say Dan to squeak this one out too. Uh, just with AJ uh, Antonio Brown, Devontae Smith coming off a good game. I think if Najee's gonna get it, it's gonna be dump offs again. That's the only way yeah. he's gonna, gonna get it, which has been working two weeks in a row. Uh, I don't know about Kirk or Drake though, man. Those those are your weak spots, and I know you was had high hopes on Ayuk and Montgomery out kind of hurt you too. So I don't know. It's a toss up. Yeah, I'm, uh, I wouldn't say. I, I you know. Me coming into this, if I said oh, I'm 100% confident in my team going to win, you know, that I would be lying. Like, I, I, I am I am a little, a little, not by a lot, just a little worried. I still got to figure out what I need to do, what type of tweaks I need to make for my uh, for my flex spots. I think Drake, I think that whole game last night, uh, it was just a disaster for the Raiders. They couldn't get anything on offense rolling. I think Drake only had one carry. I think he only had, like, one or two snaps he was on there for, so. I don't know what what the fuck's gonna go on with the Raiders, but I think I still win. Uh, of course, I'm not gonna say I lose. I still think I win. Um, just like the matchup that you were saying with a few of his players, I, I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't think they're gonna do as well as uh, as he thinks he is. Um, Montgomery hurts you, man. Losing Montgomery hurts you a lot, man. I think it hurts you more than you realize. Um. Because that was at least one player you had, you know, hey, he's going to get 15 touches a game easy. And yeah. to lose that, and I don't know what you're going to do in the waiver or whatever or who you're going to replace him with, I don't know, man. Um, I have been picking you every week until you lose, but I'm going to give it to Allen on this one, man. I think that, that Montgomery injury, unless you make a trade, unless you make a trade in the next couple of days to help you, I'll say that. If you make a good trade that will help you, then I'll roll with you. If you keep your team the way it is, I'm going to roll with Allen. Yeah, we're going to see. It's going to be an interesting matchup. Then we got uh, Jason versus Will. Um, Will's a little hurt this week. Was, uh, don't look like Mixon's going to play. Tyson Williams, that's exactly why I dumped him. He was a healthy scratch. I knew it was coming. Um, uh, I, I just – I feel like Will – I don't feel like it's a Zach Moss game for Will because they're playing Kansas City. Um, so I don't think he's going to get much out of his flex unless Pascal has a good game Monday night. Um, I like Barkley versus Dallas. I think he's going to be in the pass game. Stafford, man, he didn't look good last week. Uh, so maybe he'll have a bounce back. But I'm going to pick Jason. I'm not – like, honestly, dude, like the biggest thing about all my trades – Cause I dumped Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, I love Juju, but I think if you ain't named Deontay Johnson or Najee Harris in that offense, you have no value weekly. I I, I didn't feel comfort, comfortable starting Juju. And Renfro's hit or miss, too. So, Jason's kind of struggling in his flex as well, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to come down to their tight end matchup. I think whoever outperforms – like, if Dalton Schultz has another big game or Dallas Goddard has another big game, that could be the reason why. Because I'm not sold on Emmanuel Sanders yet, but to have Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs, um, it's going to be a shootout, dude. It's going to be a shootout. There's going to be some – and they're in the same game. Sunday night, everyone's going to be watching. So, yep. I think that, that that could help Jason out a lot with that being a shootout game. And, and, and listen to me when I say this. Like, Brady's good, but Brady is not invincible. 
He's not. He's playing against Miami. Miami looks terrible. But we know Miami's beaten Brady for, like, the last five years when he was in New England. Like, and guess who's coaching Miami? Like, they kind of – Bill Belichick knows Brady's weaknesses, and he kind of exposed them in a sense. So, if the Dolphins bring pressure, take away that quick play action, Brady might not have a great game, man. This could be a Fournette-Ronald Jones game in all seriousness. This could be. So, but I'm going to pick Jason. Um, that's my pick. Um, this one's a close one. Um, nobody really stands out to me on either team, like far as matchup goes. Um, I'm going to give Jason the edge. Um, he whooped my ass over the weekend. I was so <laughs> pissed about that, man. My team took a dump. But, that's how man. That's the week before, <laughs> And then it's like Tyreek Hill, man, going off of 54. I know, like like I said, it's going to be a high-score game between them and the Bills. He could have another one of those games. You know, he's good for at least two or three of those a season, but he's also good for one catch and eight yards. So, yeah. man, him, that, that Hill and Diggs duo, man, and they go against each other, that's going to be – Man, I'm going to give Jason the edge, man. But I, if I'm Will, I wouldn't be – I'd still be confident with his team and the trades he made and stuff like that. But, yeah, he's going to take an L this week. Yeah, I think Will takes an L. But, that you know, this this L does not mean it's the end for, for Will again. Obviously, as you can see with the one trade, I think he takes an L here. And I think he may need to make another move or two and uh, really ride that roster out. All right, then we got Bogues versus Lonnie. Uh, right now, Lonnie's projected to win. Bogues obviously has James Washington still in his lineup. That's going to change. I think Jarvis Landry out's kind of hurting uh, Bogues a little bit as well. Maybe Mitchell can get back in the swing of things if he comes back. Because, I mean, Sermon looked okay, but you know they're going to use multiple backs once they get a couple healthy. Um, I think Dalvin Cook, if healthy, has 25-plus. Uh, Josh Allen's going to have 30-plus. It's going to be a shootout. Um, but I, I, I think Lonnie's flexes are, are terrible. And I feel like Chubba Hubbard and Taj Boyd could outdo Rieger and Moore by a lot. They could. Yeah. It's, it's possible. And I think Andrews can outdo Kittle. Um, I think Corey Davis is another – I think if Corey Davis has another huge game, I'd take Lonnie. But just off the strength of it, I'm, I'm going to go Bose this week because we say, we say Josh Allen's going to have 30, 40. Hell, Mahomes might have 40, 50. So, and I think Adams has a bounce-back game. Uh, it looks like Evans getting more, 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 more volume than, you know, normal. But Evans always got a lot of volume. But I can see Brady going to Evans a lot more. So, I'm going to pick Bose. Um, I'll give it to Bose too. I think he gets the rebound this week. Um, back in the wheel column. Yeah, Lonnie Flex is the terrible. I think Lonnie's going to be heavily aggressive trying to make trades to, to, to better the his flexes. But I, I still don't – I don't think it's going to be good enough because it just depends on who – 
if you train a flex for a flex, I don't think it's really going to help you if the rest of your lineup ain't is looking kind of shaky. So I just give I just give the edge to Steph. I think his team rebounds this week. Oh, I definitely think Lonnie's trying to trade Dalvin Cook. I, I do, but can he get enough in return? Mm-hmm. That's my question. Yeah, I think I think Steph Steph wins this, and this is what pisses me off about Steph's team, man. Steph team Steph has a good team. He's like I said, he's just off one or two different fucking trades from switching it, switching it up. But uh, Steph has a win, right? So if he wins, he'll be two and three. Will if Will loses, I'll be two and three. There, there's gonna be a lot of two and three fucking teams. So, um, but I think Lonnie Lonnie's in deep shit. He needs to trade both Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. He took way too big of a risk having both of those. Nah, I ain't going to say both, but he, I ain't going to say both, but he do need to trade one of them. Oh, that, that's, that, that's tough when, you know, you've got for multiple weeks at a time. And, and, and he, I mean, he can come back and have two good games and reactivate whatever the fuck he is that he has, you know. I, I, there's just too many variables when it comes to having two lead backs like that that also have health risk as well. Yeah. How how much for longer is McCaffrey out? I think At least three weeks, I think. Yeah, I want to say another two maybe total. This just says he's gonna attempt to practice Wednesday. I I wouldn't bet. I mean, even he's if he does practice, I, I think he I think he's gonna be limited. Even if he plays, he's gonna be limited. So I want I want hold on to that. I mean, okay, cool. But I mean, you, we could see a cylinder, uh, we could see the same role with Barkley in week one from, from McCaffrey when he had limited touches. So I ain't gonna bank on that. Yeah. All right. Last game. That's funny. It's me and Webb, and we're on the podcast. Um, honestly, bro, I like your matchups. I think Giants and um, Cowboys actually have shootout written on it, too. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, I think Harris versus Houston, he had a good first two weeks. He could get back to that. Uh, McLaurin's going to get shadowed by Lattimore. But, hell, Lattimore shadowed Galladay last week. And Galladay caught a fucking 25-yarder on his ass in overtime. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not too confident. I mean, I never pick myself to lose. And, honestly, I hate my running backs matchups this week. Um, Taylor versus Baltimore and Chubb versus the Chargers. I don't like those matchups at all, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, and then with Dalvin healthy, I think Justin Jefferson could be limited versus Detroit because they could just run the ball. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not confident, but I do think Lamar Jackson's going to have a huge game on Monday night because that's what he does in the regular season. Um, I mean, I'm going to pick myself, obviously, but man, I think I think it's going to be close, bro. Like I got a lot of Monday night players right now, and I honestly don't like that. I like to have one, but I don't like having three and three really good – three of my good players playing Monday night. I mean, hell, if I'm down like 70, like that's just depressing all fucking Monday morning. So, <laughs> I don't want to have to depend on that shit. So, I don't know, man. It's going to be a good game. Herbert, Zeke, Lamb, McLaurin, Claypool. And I say this, bro, I think Pitts is due for a big game. I hope it don't happen this week, but it's coming. Uh, Beasley in a shootout. I mean, Parker versus the worst secondary in the league. Like, dude, it could get it could get bad for me. I'm just not too confident. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, man, I'm kind of, man. 
my confidence was shot after the weekend, the way my team just didn't do nothing. Only like two to three players showed up. That was it. Everybody else just, I don't know what happened. So I'm getting, I'm not, I'm not in desperate mode, but I'm starting to get nervous. So I, yes, of course I'm going to pick myself to win, but you know, this, this trade could hurt or help me, you know, just like it could hurt and help you. So Yeah, but I feel like – sorry to cut you off. I feel like you're at least going to get – it might not sound like much. You're at least getting 80% upstick in volume with Damian Harris compared to yeah. Miles Gaskin. That's true. That's I mean, true. Like, if you'd have kept your team the same, I would have felt more confident that I was going to whoop your ass. I ain't going to lie to you. But it's just – that Miles Gaskin, I'm gonna hold on to him, and I'm gonna go pick up another Dolphins running back off the wire and hope one comes loose. But I think I think the trade definitely helps you either way, like win or lose. So yeah, it's you know. So I think a couple. I think CD Lamb does have a bounce back game, you know, because that game was just you know it was a little all over the place. They was a little bit more running the ball heavy more, and then using shorts more. So I think Lamb gets back in with them. Um, I'm, I'm loving what Herbert's doing the last three games. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna pick myself. It, it'll be close. It's not, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say it's gonna be a blow or anything. It'll be real close, you know. So we'll see. I, I, I kind of feel like you and me, we're both in the same same situation. We're not too heavily confident in our teams right now, but we kind of playing it out for the long term instead of the short term. No, nah, yeah, so, I mean it's kind of what we talked about, dude. It's matchups. Like I really do not yeah. like Taylor versus Baltimore. I really do not like Chubb versus the Chargers. They they got both got really good run defenses. Uh, it's it's about matchups, bro. For me, like mm. honestly, my best player. Like I'll be honest, if like Marvin Jones or Hawkinson can go off, I'll be I'll feel a lot more confident. When I say go off, I mean like get twenty points. I feel a little more confident, but I'm not confident in Taylor. Or Ch- and I love Taylor and Chubb. I think they're going to be good down the stretch for me. But just these matchups, I'm not confident about. I'm con- I like my team, but like I said, I look at matchups, bro, and that's not that's not a great matchup for me this week. Yeah, go ahead, Dan. Yeah, I didn't know that you got three players playing on Monday, so I I I, I kind of agree. I think it's going to be a lot closer than what most people think. I think a lot of people will look at the roster and gonna be like. Oh yeah, Casey's gonna win, but I think it—I think it really comes down to the Monday Night Football matchup, honestly, to see uh, to see how well Lamar does and fucking Brown. You know, if Brown has a fucking shitty game and your players hit. I mean, that—I mean, that—that's probably a, a dub for you, Lamar. You know, you have to have the right players hit as well. You need to have TD Lamb go off. You need to have at least twenty from Justin Herbert, at least twenty. Um, and you need one one of your one of your other players really to. To, to do well and fucking anchor your fucking points in. Because like, just like Casey said, if you can go up, you know, 70, 80 points and he has three players left, that, you know, that could be a potential dub. Then again, Casey can uh, – I'm not sure. Who, who, who does Baltimore play Monday? In Indianapolis. They, yeah, they fucking play Indy. Fucking Lamar. Yeah, Lamar can have fucking 30-plus and fucking Marquise Brown go for 25-plus, you know. I, I think it really, really comes down to see – how well the Colts play against uh, the Ravens. Yeah. I think I think for me to win, one of my flexes got to go off. And, and honestly, bro, it, it's written for Cole Beasley to go off. Yeah. It's, it's written. I mean, I, I, that's why I'm not confident, bro. It's all about matchups. 
And, like, the fucking Dolphins are not running the ball. That's why, like, if you still had Gaskins, I don't know if you'd have made another trade with somebody else, but, like, dude, if you still had Gaskins starting in your lineup, I ain't going to lie. I'd be like, okay, this is a dub. Because Damian Harris ain't been great the last two weeks, but, dude, the first two weeks he was getting 18-plus touches, and he had a touchdown each game. Like, he's the clear cut back in there, but they weren't going to run the ball versus Tampa, just like Gaskins ain't going to run the ball versus – or the Dolphins ain't going to run the ball this week versus Tampa. So that opens it up for Parker. So, I just don't like – I think matchups are in your favor a lot. I really do. So, but, I mean, I I, I hope I win. I, I need to win. My schedule gets a little easier, though, after this. Like, I didn't really bring that up, but, dude, I played some tough teams so far, like some really tough teams. Like, I beat Allen, and Allen had 190 points. Like, I lost to Jason. Jason has a really good team. I fucking beat Adam on a comeback victory – and we all know he has a good team. Like, I know I lost to Jason. I'm sorry. Yeah, he whooped my ass. And then who else have I played? Uh, Lonnie. Well, I got lucky because CMC was out and Galvin was hurt. It's, it's, it's just a lot, man. I actually might I actually might go shop around a little bit. I, I, I've been debating on who I can trade. Uh I, I, I'm, I'm, I might make a few moves myself still. I've already it's, made one. It's funny you brought you brought up the schedule because I had a, I've had a real easy schedule. I still have a real easy schedule coming up, and I actually have to re look at my schedule and look at the roster and everything. But I I feel confident moving in forward for the next like three or four games. Then after that, I think I play Adam. I play fucking. I think I play Mike. I play you again. Like there's gonna be some there's gonna be some fucking rough matchups in the upcoming uh, upcoming weeks where it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna. It's just gonna be crazy. The troll. I think. I think there is way more stuff to come in the future than what has already been brought up in the uh, in the troll already. I still think there's gonna be. This is gonna be just be fucking madness in the upcoming weeks. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Well. That sums it up. Any other last thoughts or, or, or? Yeah, man. Just real quick, man. Some of these teams just need to stop talking, man. If you ain't, if you at the bottom of the league, man, what you talking for, man? Like, <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, man. Like, I don't know what time he running his mouth for and all these power rankings and stuff like that. Like, bro, chill, man. Like, you need to work on your team versus – you need to work more on your team versus what somebody else's team is doing. And I'm not trying to sit here and defend Casey or any of that, but Casey got a track record. You don't. And it's just like, bro, like, like Dan has a right to run to, – to, to talk smack. He's a three-time champ. He has a right to do that. What have you brought to the table? To, to even run him. That's why I've been quiet this year, bro. Like, I do, I do a little, you know, talking here and there. But I ain't finna run my mouth like I've been, like, I only made the playoffs one year in this league. I don't got no right to talk. Yeah. And and, I, and I, that goes back to, like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I said something yesterday. Like, Adam, like, he, I think he kind of wants smoke with me a little bit, man. Like, I don't even try to bash his team, but I just bring up, you know, if everyone thinks his team's the best and I beat them, like, and this was for Tommy and Dan. Like, why is my team so shitty? How is my team so bad? How did I fuck my team? 
If I beat I, the person y'all say has the best team. Yeah, but that's and, – and this is what's tough. So this this goes off of who you are as a person and who, like, and what you – what much you value, right? I, I value Diggs and Waller way. That, that would be really hard for me to trade both those. I mean, fuck it. I traded both McLaurin and fucking uh, Jefferson, and I was fucking – oh, my God. I did not want to fucking do that, but I, I felt like I had to do that. But I, I just felt like the value that you got for the people and the names, and like I mentioned earlier, I feel like there are certain players that you need on your roster, regardless of you know of what their production is, but their skill level has shown have has shown like a good track record that you just can't let go. And I feel like Diggs and Waller were two two of them that you let go that I felt like is a big anchor in your in your team. And now I don't know who you're – I'm not sure who, who I would call your anchor. I guess Jefferson would be your highest anchor. And then if Taylor – if Taylor can continue what he's doing, what he did last week. What is, those, what is, everyone, two, what is everyone's beef with Nick Chubb? Oh, because Chubb? I, I, the, only thing, the only thing I could think of, he's not a PPR player. And to me, I don't care. If he's getting 15 touches a game and he a top three running back in yards, I could suffer him not catching the ball. If right. I got another running back that is going to catch the ball, if my RB2 is, is, is a PPR guy, all right, cool. Derrick Henry is not a PPR guy, but every mm-hmm. year he's going the first round. Right, like Taylor, I, too. And Taylor not a PPR guy. I mean, he, he does catch the ball. Don't get me wrong. You have solid back to Chubb and, and, and Taylor. But I'm sorry, I'd rather have Diggs and Waller than Chubb and Taylor. But then who? That's who, just me. But yeah, I get that. But but you're not my team. Like who right, was I right. gonna put it? Who was I gonna put at running back then? And that's what. And that. And that's what. That's what it just comes down to the person and who you are. I fucking pick up Kareem Hunt. Was it fourth or fifth round? I did not think he was gonna be a top ten back going into week five. I did not. I was okay, hoping he'd but, give me but, at least ten a game. And I would have been fine. Now that he's doing what he's doing now, like shit, you know. But, but it, let me crazy. ask you this: who who carried Matt to the championship last year? Uh, he had Chubb, didn't he? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but what but do you mean? But what? That's Kareem tough. Hunt. That's tough. Kareem Hunt was a top top fifteen back last year, and Chubb carried him to the championship. Was Kareem Hunt top fifteen last year? Yeah. Yes. All right, then you know I, I and I just. I, but, but, okay, but say this. But say this. But say this. If, I think you're saying it wrong. Just that you value the production of Waller and Diggs more than Chubb and uh, Taylor. If that's what you're trying to say, if that's what you, if that's what you're trying to say, then okay, I get that. But you can't knock the. I don't understand the knock on Chubb either because I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I, I probably would trade Chubb for Zeke. I ain't saying right now, but Chubb been a top five back the last two years. But so has Henry. But it's okay for people to drive Henry in the PPR, but not Chubb. I don't get it. This is also a thing that's, that that that. Listen, I'll be the first to tell you. I, I low key lost the Waller trade. I'm going off Allen Robinson's potential right now, and I'm still I'm that still do be determined. Didn't look good last week, but now. Now I got to look at Hawkinson and Allen Robinson instead of Pitts and Allen Robinson for Waller. So that it's a little bit different the way I moved it. But this, yeah. is what you're, this is what you're failing to realize, bro. 
Marvin Jones or Juju Smith-Schuster? Who are you taking? Who am I taking out of the two? Yeah. That's that's I'm probably Marvin uh, Jones. I don't know, man. I just I I rather have Juju than Marvin. I don't like Marvin's track history when it comes to <laughs> to the injury that he's had. And <laughs> on, on to be and tr- truth be told, I still love fucking the Viscus. I'm still pissed that I g- gave up the Viscus for fucking Brandon Ayuk. Uh, that's a fucking huge L right now. But I can tell you right now. But I can tell you right now, and I don't even know their numbers. I can tell you right now that Marvin Jones got better fantasy numbers than uh, Juju right now. Oh, by far, by far, by fucking far. But But you uh, would still take Juju over Marvin. And like I said, it would really all depend on what what your what your team is. I I think I would. Yeah. And the way and the way and listen and listen, I got Claypool. Ben been trash. So you tell me you gonna take Juju the way Ben been playing. At least listen. Marvin Jones is the number one on the Jacks. So who you ta- So let me ask you this: Who you taking, Mike Williams or Juju? Mike, Mike Williams. Williams. I'll risk the injury. I will risk. Bro, Juju had one point nine points, bro. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just maybe I I don't know. I just don't like the week before he uh, had four points, bro. Yeah, I mean, I don't I, I don't know with. The whole Steelers offense and everything. I only watched them one game, and I know the fucking Najee's the motherfucking person they're giving the ball to. Him and fucking Deontay Johnson, which I was not high on Deontay Johnson coming in, but fuck, they be giving the ball crazy yeah. wise. And, yes. tr- and, and honestly, I'd rather have none of them out of the fucking either Juju or Marvin Jones. Fucking, I'd rather have fucking, I don't know, fucking. <laughs> I'd rather have Cole Beasley than both of them. You know, truth be told. Cole Beasley, yeah, I would, I would take, I would take Cole Beasley over Juju. Marvin Jones had a really good first three weeks. He had a bad week this week. I still managed to win. I, I don't know, bro. I just feel like, like that was my biggest thing. Is exactly what Webb said. Big Ben is so bad, and it's not all him. The Steelers is so bad. The line is so bad, dude. Juju is not gonna do what I thought he was gonna do this year. He's not. Mm-hmm. I was wrong on him. Like I got him in two other leagues too, and I'm stuck with him. Nobody. But, but don't get but but don't get me wrong. If Devon Deontay Johnson goes down again or Claypool, I mean that, that's Deontay his Johnson was down last week. He had four points. Claypool was down this week. He had one point nine points. Nah. <laughs> that's see. what I'm trying I to see. tell you. Yeah. So uh, so you so you say Chubb for Diggs? Okay, you like Diggs a little better. It can't be a lot better. It can't be because I, I know I've I've reached out. I tried to I tried to get Chubb myself, but I wasn't gonna have Kareem Hunt on my team. That's the thing. I was trying to get Chubb. Uh, how what was I gonna give up for Chubb? I was trying to do a, a few players for Chubb. He pro- he probably don't, don't get Jefferson. Um, I forgot what it was. Honestly, I don't. I'm not sure who who I was trading at the time, but but it's fuck just man, all I about tried to... people value players different. I made that trade because I I got rid of Juju Smith Schuster. He wasn't gonna give up. I didn't want fucking. He wasn't gonna give up Tyree Kill for Diggs. His goal yeah. was to have Diggs and Tyree Kill. That's what he wanted. And honestly, I thought he was gonna come at me with Henderson the way he was talking. And then he said Chubb for Diggs straight up. I said eh, I don't know. I played it off, which I that to me that's a wash. I was like, you know, if you give me Marvin Jones, I'll give you Juju Smith-Schuster. And he was like, well, Juju might not play next week. I said, oh, he's going to play. But I said, I told him, like, look, you're getting digs. They throw the ball 50 times a game. You're giving me Chubb. He shares with Hunt. 
I need to win a side of the trade. So I need Marvin Jones for Juju Smith-Schuster. And he said it made sense, so we did it. But that was yeah, my biggest it, thing on that. No one else wanted Juju. I offered Juju to almost everybody. I couldn't offer him to Webb because he had Claypool. Nate would not take him because me and Nate had a lot of trades, but it came down to he didn't want to take Juju. Mike yeah. did not want Juju. No, but everyone I reached out for, Steph, he did not want Juju. I tried to sell Juju to literally almost everybody, bro. So, yeah, I think I think Juju. If you do, I mean, you, you just put him. You just that's just a stash player. You put him on the bench and you just let him. You just let him sit and everything. But, uh, listen, I, just 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 like how Lamar perfectly said it. I think Waller and and Diggs. Hold, I have I hold them to a higher value than Chubb. Don't get me wrong. Chubb's still a stud. Chubb's still gonna get you fucking 17, 110, and a touch or two touchdowns. You know, he's still gonna get you between 15 and 25 plus a game. Don't get me wrong, but to have that that safety net and with with Diggs and Waller as being the number one primary target, I think that's what hurts you the most. If we talk about opportunities, those two yeah. are opportunity machines, you know. Yeah, well now I got, got I got Hawkinson now who's third in tight end targets. Yeah, and you know, uh, yeah, if you if you're able to reconstruct and construct your team to so you, so you, so you have an idea of what you're going for that you can tell other people, like, oh, you might think this team's shitty and everything. Look, 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 look you know. But I just, I, I think I value the way my team, the how I value a team, is different from yours, right? Like, I, I want to have at least one or two solid bench players on my fucking, on my bench. You, you, if you can take a starter in a bench and get a better starter, then you do that. And you don't have, you know, and let your bench be, you know, whatever. Kind of just a bunch of risk and everything. That's also yeah, a really good strategy, and, too. Yeah, and I, I never and really I got, thought about it like I that. I got Josh Gordon on my bench, who I think not going to be not going to be the old Josh Gordon, but I think he's going to be a flex play in a couple weeks. Watch, watch this. Watch. So watch, watch Gordon go off. You're going to sell high. Someone's going to fucking someone's going to fucking bite it and it's going to fuck their whole roster. It's yeah. gonna fuck whatever, whatever, whatever it is. I mean, that that's just, I don't know. That's just how how it how it rolls. But so you're thinking like me now, huh? <laughs> you have to. There, there's just certain there's just certain ways, certain strategies that you have to coming in going into fantasy. I think a lot of people fail fail to realize, you know. And I I think that's what hurts and hurts people and what fucking carries people. Yeah. You manage well, you can you can play the long game well, you can you can make it far. But if you know the way you draft and then one or two people go down and you sell like your anchors, I feel like it's very important to have a few anchors on your team. You know, even if it's just one and you sell all like your your playmakers that you can get like one or two from for off of one, you're going to fuck yourself, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. So, we'll, you know, it, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting moving forward. With some of these teams, I don't think these are going to be the end roster for many of these teams. I don't think it's going to be you. I don't think it's going to be me. I don't think Adam's going to have the same roster that, that he that he has right now, or Mike. I There's think Adam, a lot more football. I think Adam may very well have the same roster all year. Uh, if yeah, it, it potentially could if if no injuries come up. But if a big injury comes up, he's going to have to make a move. Right. Something. All right, well, I'm about to wrap this up, man. I appreciate y'all getting on. I'm going to enjoy my day off work. Yes, sir. All right, I'll talk to y'all later, then. All right. All right, man.